Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. And I'm Lindsay Schaefer. And this is Movie Virgins, a weekly discussion of our first times with movies. Each week, one of us is rewatching the film and the other is seeing it for the first time. But I have an asterisk to this one. (laughs) Have you seen this and you didn't know? I forgot that I watched it. But while I was watching it, I remembered that I had seen it, I think in the fog of this last winter. What do you mean in the fog of this last winter? Because it was before I was on Letterboxd and putting everything in Letterboxd. It's been on my list for a long time. And I think I just turned it on, like... So you purposefully, willingly, wantonly watched a film on my list. I'm gonna go home tonight and watch Shawshank Redemption, if that's how we're playing this game. (laughs) I, I didn't do it on purpose, but Lindsay, what is the movie? The movie <laughs> is a classic, which made it on the list precisely. A it's a classic. It's a modern Wait, classic. Were we supposed to watch the 1961? No, that's crap, and everybody agrees it's crap. <laughs> no, it's a modern classic. I think oh, most people would classic. agree to that, in all honesty. And the reason it made the list isn't necessarily because it's one of my absolute most favorite movies, although I do enjoy it. It's because I was shocked, shocked and appalled to find that you had never seen it, mm. which apparently was a big fat fucking lie it wasn't a lie until i'm this feeling winter. very dirty right now <laughs> i'm I, feeling manipulated honestly i started watching it and i'm like yeah i've never seen it and then i'm getting into it and i'm like like is that even this feels your familiar natural hair color <laughs> no and fuck you fuck you for asking uh the movie in question is 2001's oceans 11 again i say 2001 <laughs> not the original sinatra which everyone is in agreement is not great i'm sure it was great fun for all of them to right. shoot like i think that was the consensus of the original is oh yeah those guys look like they all had a lot of fun but uh, i don't want to watch that movie so and by yes. a lot of fun you mean a lot of drugs no i meant fun i think mostly drinking more oh, than drugs got you. and this was a uh, obviously an all-star cast mm-hmm. soderbergh helmed film correct so first time my first time tell me about your first time um it was in the theater i do not remember details aside from it was in the like i remember that i saw trailers for it and thought oh yeah that looks like fun i um am not ashamed to admit that i have gone through a george clooney obsession period in my life oh and tell, this tell, was talk to me about this cleaning obsession because this is I, very strange to me. How is that strange? Because you don't you don't care. I for I'm not saying he's unattractive. Well, I would hope not. But he just seems very milk toast to me. Like no, I got no. the, the ER thing. I totally got the ER like all of the ER stuff. Although I will say ER, I tried to rewatch it. It's so melodramatic. 
Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I should try. But to I was watch young it. when that was on network television, so it was kind of a thing. But I've never totally gotten it. And honestly, with all like the pranks and stuff, he just seems like kind of a dick. I disagree. He has a pig and a bulldog. Although I think one of them may have passed. But still, passed where? Passed what? Passed yeah, the test? I don't know. Maybe. Um, but already, man after my own heart with you know bully pigs. Okay. Uh, that's really all I know about him personally, other than he seems like he has a good sense of humor and he seems fun to hang out with. But I, I fell in love with him in Sisters, where he played Teddy's love interest. And then Teddy was the youngest? Or Teddy was, was Celia Ward. Okay, yeah. Who was my favorite. Um, she was like the second oldest, she, I believe. Yeah. She might have been the oldest, actually. I think she was the oldest. And then I think it was Teddy, then Georgie, then... No, yes, second oldest, because yes. Alex is the oldest. Yes. yes. Wow. I should rewatch that show. Anyway. It'd be interesting to watch it now, but yeah. I know. It probably, it's probably <laughs> not Really not good. good, yeah. But I loved it at the time. And he was on that show, and I don't believe that they had perp like the the characters got married i think they were planning on keeping him around for a while but fucking nbc went and cast him in er and so they killed him off of sisters so that he could go over to er and i almost didn't watch er because of that because i was so angry and then i watched er and really loved it because you know serial medical drama already kind of my thing hard love george clooney yeah. Um, something very different the steady cam that had never been really done before on network television like it and it probably does ring melodramatic now but honestly at the time i think it was far more real and far less melodramatic than everything else that was on the network melodrama television of the medical drama i didn't mind the melodrama of whatever the nurse's name was who yeah i hated their whole what was thing. her name what, what Hathaway. is that actor's name? Carol Hathaway. What uh, is that actor's uh, Juliana Margulies. Yeah, Juliana. Like, I just, I was like, I'll turn it on. I'll check it out. And then she's, like, suicidal. I'm like, what the I, fuck? Yeah. Like, I hated all of that. I did not like her. I didn't, like, dislike her character. But I didn't. Maybe I was just jealous because it was George Clooney and, like, get your fucking hands off of him He and looked shit, good. But I'm, he looked good back then. I just don't, like, I don't know. I, there's something very smug about him now that I'm just, like, kind of over it. I think there's something, not now so much as maybe a few years ago. Now, I feel like I haven't even seen him in a while. Well, he's not really doing anything, I don't feel. Right, yeah. But there was a period of time, and I think it was the Ocean's 11 Ocean's 12 Ocean's 13 time frame when all of a sudden he became the sexiest man alive and oh, yeah. super profitable now surprising movie star and everything when I do think he came across as kind of smug. I, I think that's just how he plays roles and he was cast in a lot of those same sure. roles. There um, are three, according to the IMDb trivia, sexiest men alive in this movie. That is correct. And yes. which three are those? Can you? That is George Clooney, Brad Pitt, and... Matthew, Matthew Mr. Matthew Damon. Yes. Now. How Don Cheadle has not made it into the sexiest oh my man God. alive, I am not clear on. So explain to me. Although this is not one of his <laughs> best roles, I admit. But. So who, you know, sexiest man alive, who wins out of those three? George Clooney. Are you look, kidding? Are you look, fucking kidding okay, me? Look, no. Fuck you. No. That because. Is, you are. Shame on you. Not shame, shame on me. Shame. No. Leah. No. It's look. fucking Brad. I think it is. I don't is, mean in this movie. I mean of all time. I think Brad Pitt fucking A holds up great. It's a hard decision. I have to go with my personal heart. My heart. Your heart is wrong. Belongs to George Clooney. Because we were together in the 90s. 
into the early 2000s, there was a lot going on. There was there was One Fine Day. There was ER. There was Sisters. Out, there out was, of Sight? Out of Sight. Oh, so good. I haven't seen it. Fucking Alia. I haven't seen a lot of it's George Clooney It's really movies. good, actually. I'll put I think that the on first the list. Time I, I said, out of e, outside of ER, I think the first time that I really paid attention was... Um, Dark from Dusk Till Dawn. Well, yes, I do like him in that, but... He's very not being typecast in that one. Like sure. he he's going against type there. No, he the, just went to have fun. The yeah. one with him and Vera Farmiga, the airplanes they filmed in St. Louis. Yeah, what was that? Uh, yes, yes. When he goes around to fire people. Yeah, yeah. I, up in the air. Yeah, up in the air. Like I really like that film. But so like you, Burn After Reading, Michael Clayton's great. Oh yeah, I did like Michael. Syriana is actually really good, even though you, I bet you haven't seen that either. No, but I have seen Michael Clayton. Um. Yeah. Perfect Storm. Huh. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. And I won't watch that one. because you really. Well, no, until if you want to put it on the list. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I sure. won't. Like, uh, to be. Let me oh, th- Brother, We're Out That. Oh, we're yeah, out that's that a was, good one. Uh, yeah. But, so, like, this film, I don't, I think I just turned it on and maybe, like, even fell asleep. Like, I think I more just absorbed it by osmosis than actually watching it. So, okay. All right. My first time with this movie, don't 100% remember other than. Theater. I wanted to see it because love George Clooney. Honestly, love Brad Pitt. I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, Some people are. Some people are like, eh, he's a superstar, so I'm not gonna, you know, people like uh, some people who we know who are like, ooh, cool stuff. If everybody else likes it, it's not cool. Um, I think Brad Pitt's really important and everybody needs to get it. He's really important. And honestly, Matt Damon, especially at at this time too, my boy, because we're looking at... um, Fuck the lawyer movie, the John Grisham movie, Rainmaker, the Rainmaker, the Rainmaker, the Rainmaker. The Rainmaker. <laughs> yeah, post Rainmaker <laughs> was where I kind of fell in love with him. Don Cheadle, again, not his best role, but I have loved him since he was the normal outsider in that strange town of picket mm-hmm. fences. So, yes, we talk about it being like a star study cast, but not only were there a lot of stars involved, they were people I genuinely really liked. Okay, potentially hot take. I wrote this down last night as I was watching it. Andy Garcia is the sexiest guy in this movie. Fuck all these other motherfuckers. Incorrect. In this movie, he is quite sexy. No, that suit that he has that's like his voice the is vest incredible. is like buttoned all the way. Oh, he's got a great voice. He I'm not just, disputing that. I'm sorry. I, he Out of everybody in this movie, he's the one I want to fuck. Okay. Um, he does a good job at being I mean, Carl Reiner sexy danger. Too, can love Carl Reiner. Oh, and Scott Kahn. I love Scott Kahn. Also, Casey Affleck. No, I hate, hate Casey Affleck. I don't care. I know a lot of people seem to hate him right now, but when it comes to He seems to like acting, a shady character. The Afflecks seem kind of shady to me. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that. But regardless of what you think about them personally, which I admit I do not know them personally. Um, strange. <laughs> I know. I make that admission. <laughs> He's a great fucking actor. He is. Um, they're both quite talented. So, so anyway, I saw it. All I really remember is I came away thinking, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really liked that. Sure. Again, it's not necessarily, this is one of my absolute most favorite movies. It's just that I do think it's rather iconic. It is one that everybody got behind. It's mm-hmm. one that I think we have a lot of movies out in the world that are 
the traditional great film Oscar contender, you know, mm-hmm. the English patient kind of things where everybody Ugh. goes, yeah, I know the English patient was crap, but everybody goes, oh, this is so great. Um, it's so meaningful. It really hit me. But in reality, nobody ever actually sees it or gives a shit about it. Sure. And then there are the pure popcorn, pure entertainment movies like the Fast and the Furious movies and stuff that right. people love, but they also don't really want to admit that they love. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, was a great merriment of those two where it was this did you not know win what? any awards it, it got nominated for some mtv movie awards no but i mean it was the kind of it, it's a popcorn movie it's a fun movie despite the fact that they're thieves it's still rather wholesome and i think it's the kind of movie that the people who look down on the popcorn films like The Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. they're still willing to see it because it's got a great cast. It's well put together. It's, it's well directed. It's well done. Um, and then the people who only go to like award worthy movies would still be willing to see this because, again, it has the good cast. Mm-hmm. Everything. So I think it, it did a good job of kind of bringing those two worlds together. It sure. felt like the kind that of movie sense. that everybody liked. And in that sense, I do think it is a classic. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't think there's anything like. The cast is special, and I think it's nicely written and nicely shot, but I don't, I'm not super excited about this movie. I think, and I, and here's why. I turned it on to sleep to, and even, and, and that I, doesn't prove anything. Okay. You <laughs> have the shittiest taste in movies. If I, you but, say I turned a movie on to sleep to, I'm going to assume it's an Oscar contender. So I think, here's what I think. I think it is very of a time. Like, it we've is. got it young is. Damon, you know, young Casey Affleck. I think that adds to some of the classic aspect of it. I, I, yeah, so we, I th- I could see seeing it in the moment and seeing Damon and being like, oh, who's that? Mm-hmm. Like, really getting... Yeah, he was kind of an up and they, they were originally talking about Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Wahlberg for that role. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, he, it would have been a different role. It would have been completely different. But yeah, I think you've got... Clooney and Pitt together kind of and I wouldn't even say Brad Pitt was in his prime but Clooney to me kind of in his prime in this well, I think moment both of them this kind of I think was a setup too for those those star-studded fun affairs yeah, exactly. that, that the audience can have fun with too sure. yeah um, but so I'm watching it and I'm like it's very like Broy to me, and I got it. Like my biggest beefs, my biggest beef. Why the fuck would Julia Roberts's character? Why go the fuck would yeah. she take him back? It so doesn't, they, it is very obviously done by men. Yes. Well, no, I think obviously. I think it's I think it's that kind of story. Like, yeah. so here's the thing: Do I believe that those eleven guys could pull off that heist in this world? Absolutely. But in no world do I believe that she takes him back. I concur. So yeah, it doesn't, that, that really it took me out of the film. It felt very much like it, they didn't they, need to do that. They, and then honestly, they get the little would have been, the, like, it would have been better and less, epilogue, I, I guess, don't know yeah. that I necessarily think of it as bro-y, but I understand what you mean by that. It would have been less bro-y if they had just cut out the love interest altogether. Yes. Just fucking get, you don't have to, like, I'm speaking as a woman here, I am less offended by watching a movie that is made by men, solely by men, yes. leaving out all women, less offended by watching that. And thinking you just didn't this. think about women than watching you put in some kind of throwaway female character. And I'm supposed to like that? I'm supposed to be like, oh, he You're wants her back swoon. and he's fighting for her. And right. Andy Garcia is a dick. He wants his money, not her. And Which, so- Andy Garcia is a dick. Do you, I don't believe for a minute that she wouldn't have, like, not known that. Of course she would have known that. She's a smart woman. She Is she? She took Clooney back. Well, she was, she was smart until that 
and that last part, uh, everything else she said seemed on par. She runs like a museum or some shit. So she that, knows the difference between Monet and Manet. That completely took me out. But I and I will say that, and I don't, I didn't like the little epilogue with like the three of them in the car. I thought that was silly. Well, because why the fuck is she there? Yeah, yeah. Why, like that just seems silly. I really enjoyed the um the shit the the shot of them at the fountain. That's the iconic shot. That was yeah. amazing. I loved everything about that. I loved that they were... Because there was Claire de Lune at the beginning, Claire de Lune at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, loved all of that. Um, and I think the relationship between Clooney and Pitt was great. I think it's... Yeah, the chemistry of these yeah, guys chemistry was good. is what makes this yeah. work. That there are distinctly different characters and they all come together with this crazy bizarre plot. And again, I, I use the word wholesome because it not is. it is in a way yeah, yeah like nobody's getting killed crimes are occurring but exactly there's not there's no violence there's really not much violence at all there is the threat of violence but it's also mm-hmm. more kind of a cartoonish threat yeah. it's very it's fun it's a romp right exactly and i i think there's something to be said for that and that's coming from somebody who loves mm-hmm. you know super dark depressing movies yeah. but this felt really light and fun and yet not in a cartoonish way like yeah. a lot of you know like a like bridesmaids obviously sure. i love bridesmaids super fucking funny but it doesn't feel totally real either so i think too and i'm gonna i'm gonna call back to goodfellas r.i.p ray liotta uh, um but when you're meeting everybody and they're introducing everybody and that you get that from this movie. It's like mm-hmm. the, we're going to show you this world and we're going to introduce you to these characters and they already know each other yeah. and we're just kind of picking it up as we go along. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. I love that. And, and I way love less that, heavy-handed than it was in, in Goodfellas. I love that there are things that they do that... Well, and again, Goodfellas is based on an individual story. So I think mm-hmm. they purposefully went with we want Henry Hill to be telling this sure. story. Yeah. Whereas this is a fun movie. Right. But yeah, I do agree. I, I, I love the way it all comes out. And I also, and, and that everyone is a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes to meet Bernie Mac and he calls him by his name and he just looks at him and he's like, that's I'm not, Ramon. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and you're not quite sure if they actually do know each other or not or what's going on until they meet at the bar again after, um, you know, he meets up with Brad Pitt's character mm-hmm. and you at this point think like he's probably putting something together so he probably does know this guy Mm -hmm. and of course Ramon (laughs) told him that he was in LA teaching kids stuff so you know that he knows them but you don't really know what their relationship's like and then the way the relationship plays I like that they have their own inside jokes that Mm -hmm. I don't understand I think that's amazing any movie or tv show that has that I fucking love all of that kind of deep character you're gonna need this and this and this and this and this and an Ella Fitzgerald like he the like yeah I think all the introductions were great my other really favorite thing, aside from that last shot at the fountain, was um, when Rusty and Danny are meeting at the poker table, yeah. and it's like all of this young talent. Talk about young of Hollywood a time. talent. Oh, I love it. Oh my god! So we have Barry, what's his face from Barry Seventh Watson. Heaven? Yep. We've got Topher Grace, just really tophering it up. Love Beautiful, Topher amazing. Grace. We've got um, Holly Marie Combs. Combs from Charm. Yep. We've got Shane uh, West. Shane West, yeah. which I think he which, was in once again at the once time. Once again, again, Celia Ward. Right. Yeah. And we have Joshua Jackson. Yeah. It was where I was always I personally very much a Pacey girl. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Me too. Nice Dawson's to see him. Um so that was incredible. So they're all at this table and you know 
Dan, Dan, Danny shows up and he sits down and. But f- can we go back a second too? Yeah. Because one of the best parts is when they're, <laughs> they're arguing about like, you can't, you can't have three pairs. You can't have six <laughs> cards and five card draw. And Topher Grace just goes, you guys, all reds. <laughs> yes. The, yes. The look oh on Brad Pitt's face and he's I holding his drink that. to his head. The look on his face. I had a fucking week this week and like he's doing that. I was like. This is how I feel. Yeah. This is how I feel right yeah. now. Yep. <laughs> All reds. Yeah, that face was incredible. And then and then when Danny shows up and you realize they're taking him, which is yeah. incredible too, because they're all like, hey, this other guy showed up and he's going to play with us. And the whole like, he's bluffing. And I'm just like, this is beautiful. This is so good. Um, can I just say that Daniel Ocean isn't a name? Like, that's not a name. I don't think you can believe anything about this man. So... I mean... But if you want to be a con man, like, do you... Maybe he was born as, like, Brutus McGee. I don't know. <laughs> but why would you give yourself a name that just sounds so fucking fake? Because he knows he can get away with anything. Oh, my God. Why not? Why not have the most obvious <laughs> name and the most obvious face? So there's a lot of things. So, like, the introductions are great. I love the intros. And especially... I think I loved the Matt Damon intro second to the poker mm, yeah. intro yeah. because I like that like they don't know each other and then you know it's just amazing and I, I love, also love Elliot Gould's though when they're sitting oh, there and he's like he's eating a you're salad. gonna do yeah he's eating a salad <laughs> out by the pool and they're like completely it's Benedict, orange and he's and like stuff. wait who what did you what'd you say what'd you what's going on what did he say he's gonna he'll kill you and then he'll go to work on you <laughs> I love it I love yeah. it yeah um so all the intros are great, and then it's like the we're gonna have a team and we're gonna have a plan. I love it. It's like we're gonna do this in two weeks. Mm-hmm. No, this is also completely unbelievable, right? <laughs> and like the whole like this is what we're up against. We got to do reconnaissance. So much of this too. There's no fucking way everything would come together. Mm-hmm. Like when you actually, it's such a fun ride. Mm-hmm. It is such a fun ride, and I love it. But it's not the kind of movie you can put a lot of thought into after the fact, right? <laughs> because so much of it must have been just happenstance yeah oh it just worked out just perfectly but what if you had missed what if when he released the balloons he wasn't directly under (laughs) Under the camera camera? what if you know when they when he said that he lost his card the guys called him out on it and said you have to go get your card i'm not gonna take this things happen that like almost go wrong yeah like when i'm gonna call him radar because i don't know what else to call him their tech guy gets kind of followed by security guy because he left his little device. Yeah, yeah. he was so and sweaty he had wiped When the, the briefcase off ends up on top of the cart, yep. all of Or it, when he got his hands. Where he got his hand smashed because Linus was being And then stupid. got it caught in the door. Yeah. So yeah, I think, um, I think it's, I think it's pretty great. I, I believe that John, Don Cheadle steals the show here. I think yeah. he's doing a lot of really great work and I think it's incredible. I think, to me, Brad, Brad Pitt is second place. Because but I I'm I'm all in on everything Brad's doing. He's eating a shrimp cocktail. I'm all in with the shrimp. Cocktail. I think like you know some of these guys obviously had so much fun with the characters and it's fun for me to watch too. All of them. You mm-hmm. know like the the two brothers and their stupid ass little <laughs> fights. What what was it uh the 20 questions? Yeah. And how Scott kind of is like counting down yeah, each question like, he asks. 19 18, 18. <laughs> yeah, uh, the stupid little brother shit is so much fun. The guy who, yeah, he's all sweaty all the time, mm-hmm. and um, all of the tiny little characters. So the the thing with Don Cheadle, I hate his hair in this movie. Eh. Hate his hair. It's a like early two thousands thing. I get it. Whatever. Accent not great. <laughs> well, fun. I think that's part of the joke. And don't not they make great. fun of it in later movies? They they do. 
Yeah, which I will say this. If you want to watch the later movies, go for it. They're fine, but they're not great. They're not as fun as this. No. I mean, well, they're I, kind of fun, but they're also kind of dumb. Like, they, they, I don't think that the others recreated They're not as well written. The magic. And I Soderbergh think, didn't direct those, I'm assuming. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. But I do think the most recent one, which has nothing to do with this, but the whole, the female-driven cast, Ocean's 8, yeah. I think it was. Yep. I did not have high expectations for that. It was actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed Is it. Is Julia Roberts in that one? No, it's Sandra Bullock and all the other females. <laughs> like, she's the Like, Rihanna's in it, right? Maybe? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I'm blanking, honestly, on who all is in it. Ocean's um, But it was pretty 12. good. Yeah, directed by Soderbergh. I can't blame him for that. It was probably a lot of fun to get back together Ocean's with everyone. Ocean's 13... And I remember it being like, like I Soderberg. saw those at least 12. I don't remember about 13. I know I saw Is 12 there a 14? in the theater. I don't think so. Um, so then 8 was the... And 8's the new one, yeah. And 8 actually does... Oh, no, they spell it out. And that's Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, yeah, Mindy Kaling, a bunch of bunch of ladies i don't even remember mindy kaling being in that gary ross i don't know who i only ross saw is. it though the once but it was like i said i didn't really have any expectations of it but it was pretty good it was pretty solid yeah um yeah i mean it, it's fun I, yeah. again i like and if julia roberts is even in this i like i they i heard that they all took less a cut on pay to like be able to make it happen um but i don't I, I I don't know. I just that just completely threw me off. I don't I don't even know why she's in it. And I the way I'm talking about Clooney, like I do think that Julia Roberts had a moment, but after a while I got tired of her. And this is a movie where I'm like really just tired of her. I that almost sounds like it's a her thing, and I don't think it's her so much as the character is just useless. Um, I have never been a huge Julia Roberts fan. I think she, I do think she's great. I think she's very talented. Never been a huge fan, though. I did just watch a movie with her the other day on Netflix. It was only like a couple years old. Ben is about, back? Yes. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch that. It was, uh, there were parts that were very heavy-handed, but overall it was pretty good. Dark. Mm. But good. Um... Yeah, I think she's really talented. I I just, there was nothing for her to do here. And it it almost made me mad. Well, it did make me mad, actually, to have just such a stupid, superfluous, it felt very sexist to have this weird, romantic yeah. part to it all. He's, like, Cl- Clooney's character is being gross, that he's, like, just showing up to her dinner and with that her. Sh- and-, and that you would expect her to actually right. work. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's it's all really nasty. Honestly, yeah. if in the end she had been in on it all along, that would have been so much better for well, you. I would have understood. It, sure. would, it would have been, because they do, like, a lot of little cute little things with, like, you know, it looks like it's not going to work out, and then he really wants to stick it to, like, Benedict, so they call him, but they're showing him the old tape, and it's the whole thing, and they're actually the SWAT team, all of that. Like, which, the first time I watched it, I do remember being like, ah, oh, this is clever. Um, like, I, like, I actually, watching it again, I was worried that Saul was actually having a heart attack, but there was something in the back of my mind of, like, but he's probably okay. It's probably all part of the act. So, walk me through this again, this time that you lied to my face <laughs> and said you had never seen Ocean's I mean, Eleven. by omission, because I hadn't seen it when we put it on the list. I also asked you about it, like, two days ago. <laughs> right, and I didn't even re- recall watching it. I think it was in the fog of winter when... You know, I probably just turned it on late one night. I was like, fuck, So I what happened? Well. So what happened? How long, how far into it were you like, oh. 
probably when they started putting the team together. Maybe? Oh, so like 10 minutes in. It No, like, I mean, I think there were just some moments, like, again, like the thing with Saul having a heart attack where I was like, oh, shit, this is going to screw everything up. And then I was like, but I feel like I know that he's probably fine. And then, yeah, he was fine. Um, so there were some things in it that I don't remember all. Like, I didn't remember the Bernie Mac was in it. Like, it, it, I went in complete, like, it was a very weird experience. Because I went in ha- thinking I hadn't seen it. And then I started watching it and I was like, this feels very familiar. Mm. I mean, you've had that happen before, right? Yeah, I have. I, I think it's more astounding to me <laughs> that you think it's, this happened, like, months ago, it, essentially. Look, it had to have because... It'd be one thing if it was like, I think in 2003 I may have seen it and forgotten about so it. So I no, would have, I would have logged it in Letterboxd if I watched it this year. And I hadn't watched it this year. So my guess is it was sometime last year. Uh, you can make fun of me all you want. I shall. Um, what else do I have here? I was cur- like, so that a lot of this is in Vegas, right? It's the casino. They're robbing a casino. Three, I, actually. I hate the casino. I love a seedy place. Vegas is seedy. It's a lot of fun. I don't want to spend a ton of time there. Dirt bars. Love them. Enjoy it. But the casino, the whole thought of like gambling, all of that, I don't like dislike okay <laughs> that is that is your thought That's okay what I was. okay um i think there's a, an inherent conceit about vegas that i just don't want to be a part of like if it's the the people who just want to go to have fun okay fine but it seems like there are always people who think more of themselves than they ought mm-hmm. who end up in these places um, whether they're truly high rollers or they just think they're high rollers or they really are sexy or they just think that they're sexy or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, it's it's a place that just promotes conceit, I mm. feel like. Yeah. So I have less a problem with, like, the dirtiness of it and more certain clientele, if you will. The ego. Yeah. Um... Oh, going back to the the card table where they're playing with the young Hollywood talent. Mm-hmm. Is anyone at that table still relevant? Joshua Jackson still works. He was Dr. Death. Yeah, that's the most recent one, which was really good. Yeah. And Topher Grace still Oh yeah, does he's stuff. got his sitcom. Didn't you see yeah, how you said economics. he was on something? Home economics. I like it. Um, I don't think I've seen Shane West in a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Holly Marie Combs I haven't seen in forever. No, they and... seem like they might if they're still acting, be relegated to, like, um, Hallmark movie type stuff. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And uh, Barry Watson. I don't... Did no. something happen with him? I think he had cancer. He might be dead. No, he's not dead. But I feel like something... Like, maybe he retired because something went down. Oh, well, I'm probably thinking of his TV dad, actually. Because his TV dad, of course, was... Oh, that he that was bad, bad. Yeah. He was, like, touching the kids. Was he touching them or just watching them... I don't remember if it was just porn or what. Anyway. Hodgkin's disease diagnosed to begin treatment in May 2002. So hopefully he's all right. Well, what did you say? You said 2002? Yeah. Okay, so maybe he did kind of retire from acting. I didn't know this. He's married to Natasha Gregson Wagner. That's... uh, Oh, that's cute. What's her face? Is Natalie Wood's daughter. Yeah. And they have one child and they've been married since 2014. 
And she's short and he's tall. I like that look. It says in April 2003, Barry's cancer is reported in remission. He returned for the 150th episode of Seventh Heaven. He would have been so young then. That's really sad. I'm glad he's hopefully doing well. <laughs> they named their daughter Clover Clementine. Clover Clementine. Clover Clementine Watson. That's, uh, I feel like maybe just go with one plant thing. Yeah, but. I don't see anything else in here about like what he's doing now. Well, I'm assuming if he has nothing upcoming, then he's not doing anything. So I would say the most relevant at this point is Topher Grace. I mean, I still feel like Joshua, Joshua Jackson, and for Dr. Death, too, he did get some rave reviews. That's also. fair. He is, he, people like to report on him and his personal life. Um, oh, because of everything with, like, Diane Kruger. Well, and, that's over, and now he's moved Yeah, but I mean, a, I think that's when it started. Yeah. Where people actually but went, But him oh, and his current wife, they just had a baby recently, and I people like to talk, like, they're just a couple that I see reported on a lot, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so then of the rest of the, so, like, the the team, mm-hmm. I feel like we've, we've lost some. Elliot Gould has died, yeah? Uh, maybe? I believe so. I mean, Bernie Mac is the biggest heartbreak yeah. of all of them, And uh, Carl Reiner's gone, right? I am not sure, actually. You know what? He might not be. He did make a documentary about, like, he, he as died long in, as you're he not He died dead. June 29, 2020, at the age of 98. Documentary? Okay. Yeah, it was, it was basically, like, it, it, as long as you're not dead, you can keep laughing. It was something like that. Ah, uh, Where yes. it was just him and all of these other nearly 100 comedians who were like, well, not dead yet. <laughs> I keep flipping on Ocean's Eleven, 1960. Ah! Why? No one has ever clicked on that. I do not understand. Um, Barry Mack is Elliot Gold? I feel like he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. My okay. Bad. Born in 1938. Why are you trying to kill people? I don't off? know. I don't know. I just had a feeling they might be dead. So, pretty much we've only lost... Bernie. Bernie and Carl. And, and Carl, yeah. Which... Carl Reiner, at least, almost 100. Bernie Mac still still stings. So looking at those, looking at the people, like, on this, like, I feel like Matt Damon's kind of had a weird career. Um, and I don't know that, like, Clooney's really doing anything anymore. Pitt, obviously, still making shit. Mm-hmm. Casey Affleck, yeah. yeah. Scott Kahn, haven't heard from him in a while. Scott Kahn was on Hawaii Five O forever. I mean, That's he's just true. been on TV. That's true. Um, but successful on television still. Andy Garcia, yeah. Andy Garcia, I haven't seen him in much, but I feel like he's still working. I don't think he needs to yeah. do much. So Don Cheadle's still doing stuff. I know. Yeah. I know. I think Julia Roberts has done some stuff for HBO, maybe or Prime. She's been on some TV stuff. Well, that movie that I just saw was only a couple years old, even. Yeah. I can't think. Yeah. Anyway, I was just thinking about like mostly. I was wondering about whether those kids are still relevant. <laughs> Well, I think we've decided most of them, no. Yeah. And even the ones who are, aren't doing a lot, but, you know. So, what is your skill? What skill would you bring to a heist? Like, maybe in this group. Is there someone you feel an affinity with? Who would I be? Mm Mm-hmm. Saul. I feel like I would be Saul. Only because I feel like an old man. Yeah, well, I think that. The character, like, uh, you get to do the voice, and you get to... Right, so l- let me think about myself here. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I do have ulcers. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk back to people a mm-hmm. lot. I don't trust them. I'm stubborn and set in my ways. I'm basically an old man, gr- like a crotchety mm-hmm. old man, and I can do accents. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I, I feel like I would be Saul. I would love to say that I'm so cool that I'd be like Danny Ocean. I think that's mm-hmm. what everybody would want to be, be Danny right? Ocean. Danny Ocean sucks. Well, but because of the, the cool factor. You know, like he's mm-hmm. just, he's the one who kind of put the idea together. He's calm and collected mm-hmm. throughout everything. Um, I am in no way coordinated enough to be, what's his name? Yen? Oh, yeah. The the acrobat? Yeah. Uh, 100% not me. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I have the attitude of Bernie Mac. Um, I think it's got to be Saul. Lindsay, you keep... Don't do that! <laughs> it's driving me crazy! Every time I listen to these episodes, I'm like, she's banging her fucking hands! That's literally the first time I have done that. No, you have done that so much. I have not. You're like... You're like you're a liar. I'm not. I'm Leah, not. we've Listen. already established within the first 30 <laughs> seconds of this episode that you have a lying shit mouth. <laughs> yes. You're a, a shit mouth liar. I need to think about who I would be. I mean, honestly, I want to be Brett Pitt's character because he's kind of like the one I who's do like coordinating snack everything. a lot, too. Like, yeah. I feel like I'd, I'm like the person who gets people organized. That's I don't know that me. I bring, like, that to me is my talent. Um. But yeah, I like I like the scene where it's just Brad and he's kind of like leaning on the bar and there's like a drink and then yep. Clooney's in the back and he's like, do we need another guy? And like Clo- like Brad's not saying anything and he's like, I think we might need another guy. Do you think well, we no, he says guy? like, you think we need another yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. We, need, we need another guy. All um, right, we'll get another yeah, guy. Yeah, <laughs> like they just are communicating without like one of them is talking. So like if it's the two of us, which is Rusty and which is Danny? Oh, if it's the two of us, then I get. I think I would be. You Danny. have to be Danny. Yeah, yeah. Because it's fair. Slightly more obnoxious. Definitely not a planner. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little bit able to fuck things up. Willing to go to to go back to to prison for a few months to get the girl. Not just to get the girl, but to like shove it in some other guy's face. Yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, yeah. Just to get my revenge, sure. So if you had to build an A team, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be eleven. Like who's on your A team? Of like real life people, people I know. Yeah, like if you have to pull something off. Well, I guess it depends what I have to pull off. All right. Well, what's something you would need to pull off? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is there. I didn't. I just tell you I'm not a planner. I don't, I don't know. Never mind. Skip that. Question. I guess I would just come to you and tell you to put together a team. <laughs> Um, is this movie as good as Now You See Me? Oh, I think it's better. Now You See Me is like a ripoff, I think. <laughs> I love Now You See Me. It's so stupid. It's, uh, it's so dumb. Not great. Really appreciated it. Um, I said my favorite Brad snack was the shrimp cocktail. Did you have a favorite? Uh, I think shrimp cocktail is disgusting. I just liked watching him eat it. Apparently he ate 40 shrimp to make that scene. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I think it was cute. I think he was eating at the lollipop. I think he was eating nachos at the beginning. It looked like Oh, yeah. He definitely was eating nachos. That's a man after my own heart for show. So, what's your favorite Clooney role? I... Don't say Batman. Don't say Batman. (laughs) Clooney's Clooney's Batman, (laughs) for sure. I mean, he was really fucking famous if he got to be Batman. No, just not just anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be that he was, he was, and that I feel is strong. against type. Um, I was a big fan of ER, and ER doesn't mean anything without 
George Clooney and Anthony, 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 Goose, you know. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, like when I think of ER, I think of those two guys. So, Doug? Dr. Doug? Doug, what was, what was, what was he? Dr. All right, we can, we can, we can figure this out. Hold on. Doug. 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 It's definitely Doug. Doug. It's going to take a while to me, for me to look this up. So I think ER is a, God, an obvious Batman one. Robin. Um, but for me personally, I think I, I, there's a, One Fine Day has a really special place in my heart. It's just a super sweet, saccharine kind of um, love story. And he was at his prime in it and he was super cute. And I just love that movie. The Ides um, of March. <laughs> Um, last name, Dr. Doug, starts with an R. Doug, doctor. Er Ross? Doug Ross. Wow, that doesn't even ring a bell. That's scary. It sounded right to me. He's been in a lot of shit. Yeah. Did you watch Tomorrowland? That was stupid. No, I did not. It was really dumb. At least I don't think I did. If oh, I did, it God. Didn't stick. Gravity. I hated Gravity. I refused to see it. <gasps> this is it. I really liked him in The Descendants. I like The Descendants. I like The Descendants. Uh, you know how I feel about What's Her Face? Shailene, 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 Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. I just, yeah. She's got kind of a stank face. Although I really did like the movie she did with Sebastian Stan. I thought that was actually really good. Most people well, I know what you're talking didn't about. really seem to care one. for it, but um, it felt very real to me. Like it was mm-hmm. shitty relationships all around, people making bad decisions, and I think it was really well acted. You're going to get pissed at me for like touching <laughs> the table, but you just let your cat rub all over the microphone. He didn't rub all. He, he just rubbed like, all over the microphone. He did not. He did not. Oh, he did. It's. <laughs> he slimed it. See? <laughs> he slimed the mic. Um, the peacemaker, man, he has had a, a lot, but I think for me it's from it's all it's gonna be from Dust Till Dawn. I uh, like I just love that movie. What was the war movie that was kind of spoofy? Oh I really liked it. War movie uh, that was spoofy? It was kind of spoofy. Um I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Don't worry. The this Monuments is- Men? No, that's not, no. Eight, The Descendants, The Eyes of March, The American? No. Fantastic Mr. Fox. I did like, did you see that? No, The Men Who like Stare at Goats. Uh, Men Who Stare at Goats was pretty good too. That's not what I'm that's thinking That's the about. war movie and that seems, what spoofy. I'm looking for it. Going after reading Leatherheads? No. Apparently Leatherheads showed up in Entourage. actually pretty good too though. The Good German. <laughs> Just saying things. Good night and good Three luck. Kings. Three Kings. Three Kings. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. like a fun little I enjoyed action that. movie. It, I, it wasn't really spoofy. It was more action, but there were some ridiculous things that happened in it. But I, I did enjoy Three Kings, too. All right. Out of Sight has always been one of my favorites also of his. Um, but, yeah, it's it's one fine day. Feelings about boxing? Would you rather watch boxing or would you rather watch another full contact sport? Boxing. I prefer mixed martial arts. Uh, so having done like Krav and mm-hmm. some jujitsu and stuff, it makes more sense to me now. Yeah. And I'm cool with watching it, but it still seems very, those two dudes are just getting sweaty and rolling around on the floor, grabbing each other. Not always. Me. They'll do stand up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some. But I, I think, uh, 
Yeah, I think I go more boxing. boxing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You let's like just, Rocky, I get it. Let's just stand there and just beat the shit out of each other. That sounds good to me. All right. You and your crew have just successfully pulled off a heist and you now have $160 million. Mm-hmm. Divided up by 11, that's like 14 point. Mm-hmm. What do you do with it? Buy some stuff. What do you stuff? do with all that cash? I'm going to buy some stuff. Uh, I'd leave the country. Like, first how, of all. like, how, like, the legit, and I guess they must just know people who can launder the money. Because how do you get. I would assume so. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you do? You leave the country? I would leave the country, yeah. I would uh, not spend anything but little, th- like, buy little things, of course. You know, a coach, plane ticket, that kind of stuff to get the fuck out. I'm not leaving a footprint. I'm paranoid as fuck. So but you're going to just carry that cash with you? Well, no. It's in a bank somewhere. I can go and withdraw it from... Okay, so this is after the money has been laundered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's in a Swiss bank account. Sure. Or you... wherever. Right. Curacao. I'm probably going to Curacao. Okay. And you fly coach to where? I don't know. This, this is a lot of pressure. The beginning of your travels. Like, where do you go first? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I have travels so much as like set up shop somewhere, buy an island or something. Something I had. It would have to be something that is not traceable and yet gives me. I, I think I would like to be in the middle of nowhere, but somewhere beautiful, like uh, in the Alps or something. Or, okay. but also have my own island so I could go there as well i mean you can have multiple places i know i could yeah i like the idea of having that much money of course but again i am so paranoid that i do think i would end up being really scared to spend it because i'd be afraid that i'd get found out it'd be hard for me i i my first move is fly to europe just doesn't matter Europe, where. Europe London, is... Dublin, somewhere in Europe. <laughs> Some, in then, one of the very small areas where people speak English, is that sure. what you're saying? Then I hire somebody to help me invest some of this money so I can keep it running, keep it going. Well, I mean, that's what the banking carousel is for. Sure, okay. So, fine. But I want to make sure I have, I'm taken care of. Then I, I find myself an entourage. I need a trainer, a personal chef, like, boy toy... Oh, sure. No, wherever I end up, I will have those things. Sure. Like we just said, I need somebody to make my bed right. for me. Exactly. I'm not, I don't want to do it myself. And then I just tour Europe, see tour everything, Europe. tour, okay. and then and then maybe I go somewhere else, check that out. Maybe it's I go to hard. Asia. It's hard to I want travel. To see I need world. a home base, though. Uh, yes, I love the idea of traveling, but I need <clears> a home base. Um, so I think that would be the first thing I would do is select a home base, something... Somewhere. Like an island or... Yeah, or maybe like a, a, a vineyard somewhere. Mm, Italy? Know, yeah. Maybe, yeah, Tuscany. Under the Tuscan sun, yeah. you yourself? Yeah. yeah. Something like For that. For sure. For sure. So yeah, but I definitely, I think my first move is go to Europe because I like, I, I want to see more of that area of the world because I, I would want to see everything. Like I'd want to go to... Antarctica, Antarctica. I'd well, want, I think that's I'd why I'm everything. saying I would love the. I love would love yeah, having that much island. money is because if I have that much money, I have the ability to. Yes, yeah. when I decide to take off somewhere, I don't have to request time off from work because I don't have to work, and I can just you know make my travel plans and go. And yes, traveling would be involved, but I think the first thing I would do is find a home. Um. And you wouldn't come back to the United States? You would just never come back? 
I don't think so. I mean, I don't know that I'd be able to leave my family. I would maybe take my parents with me or I would come back to visit them or fly them out to visit me or something like that. But in terms of actually living somewhere, I don't think I would be living in the U.S. anymore. It's too too dangerous, too hot. <laughs> too hot. <laughs> I might have a place in New York City that I could come to and stay yeah, every now and then. But be, like it has to be a little bit under the radar, you know. I would I would probably like have a house somewhere here, like or where I grew up, like a place where I could go. Something that I can fly under the radar. Yeah. So but yeah. Anywhere. Anywhere we live now is under the radar. That's we don't true. we're not really on the radar where we are. Ice cream. They wear a lot of rings. And super shiny shirts. Brad Pitt's shirts are so shiny. It was the early 2000s. And there's so much gel in his hair. Like, so The early 2000s, man. That's like the deal. That's how it was. So much gel. It's just terrifying. Overall, what do you think? Um, I mean, the, the, come on put it in quotes the love story was stupid yeah no let's pretend and a huge disappointment so if you took that out i'd say yeah fun romp i agree with everything you said there was it was an enjoyable watch would watch again yeah so maybe i just won't watch the end yeah anymore (laughs) although here's one thing i will say for that character that gold dress i fucking love i'd love her gold dress see i just had the weird i do love the gold dress Although I also like the phone's ringing. She's like, I don't have a cell phone. That's Didn't very dated. Well. Yeah. Didn't age well. Also, the shot of Clooney in the payphone with like Trump Plaza in the background. Yeah, Didn't age well that was, either. That was rough too. That's pretty funny. Although he's in the shithole Atlantic City. So, That's true. Yeah. I just had the weirdest deja vu that like we've talked about some of this before. Oh, shit. So maybe we have. Like, have we recorded this already? No, I haven't seen this movie in like 15 years. But that maybe I said, I watched Ocean's Eleven and we talked about it. It wouldn't have been on my list. But that would mean that you don't remember a conversation that we had. I don't think that very happened. very believable and totally possible. I don't think that happened. I think you're having I'm some having kind of... Berenstein Bears, like, Mandela, Mandela effect, effect thing. Yeah. You have Just, somehow gone through the veil into another dimension of space and time. Just me and Pinhead. Well, apparently me if you were having a conversation with me there. What were we talking about? What did we talk about? I I just had some deja vu. That's all. That's all. That's all. Oh my gosh. It's making me so nervous. (laughs) If the Ocean's Love and Discussion really stuck out in your mind, then that means that maybe today really stuck out in your mind. And if that's the case, and you're hearkening back to it from future you, then that means that something happens today that could change your life. <laughs> and if it's me dying, I'm going to be really upset. I'm just sitting around waiting for Mercury, Mercury Retrograde to be over. That's all I want. I have three straight days of not having to work. So I'm going to try really hard not to think about work for the next, like, 72 hours. I was going to clock in for a few hours today. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just I'm just trying to live my best life in 2022 right now. It's my best life. It's not good. <laughs> what? <laughs> if I'm what? If I'm trying to live my best life right now, like it's not good. It doesn't seem good. Oh no, that's that's you putting too much pressure on yourself. The best, right? the best right now is because very much day to day. No, but day to day is fine. Day to day is good. Like you know, like 
sometimes I'm a day-to-day person. <sighs> yeah. But I'm I'm really like, you know, yesterday I had a really good day and I'm just kind of basking in the glow of these three days of freedom, you know? Freedom from the oppression of real life. What are you talking about? Do you not feel oppressed by life? Yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, what's the freedom so from So the freedom is like... I have plans for tomorrow. I have no plans for Monday. So it could be anything could happen on Monday. Well, don't say it like that. Or is that me being negative? It's me being negative because it gets exciting. Like, oh, I can just like, like I was actually thinking like, because, you know, we were talking about like just we need to have a three-day weekend, one day to like do stuff, another day to like do work, and another day to just like chill. Like, that would be amazing. So that's what I get this week is a three-day weekend. And it's really great. And I'm excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't seem excited. I No, I'm just thinking about how I do have to work some this weekend. And as fun as it'll be to, like, go out to brunch with you guys tomorrow, that is, you know, we're doing something right now. Like, I have left the house to come do this activity, and then tomorrow mm. I shall do another activity. Right. And that is a lot for someone who doesn't really care for being around people as much. And also, since we're going out tomorrow, which is Sunday, that means I have to do my laundry on Monday. Oh, no. Oh, I know. This all just got to be really stressful for me. Okay. <laughs> Why so- do I have to work? I'm a few hours down this week, and certainly I'll be at least a couple hours down next week. Yeah. I have an orthodontist appointment on Wednesday, so there's that. How much longer do you have to do that shit? Um, until my jaw's adjusted. I didn't go last week. We went for two every other week now. Every other week I'll go in, oh, and good. they shave a little bit off the sling thing. And Honestly, my jaw's been hurting this week. I don't think it was adjusted quite well, so I'm kind of looking forward to going in Wednesday and having them adjusted again. Um and then after that, hopefully everything will be good, and I won't. Hopefully, I don't need adult braces. It's just braces. I'm like, an adult. <laughs> Trust yes, me, you are an it adult. It carries a very different I'm so vibe. So proud of you. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Is there anything you want to say about Ray Liotta? What do you want me to say about Ray Liotta? My heart's broken. It broke. Yeah. It broke Leah. It's sad. It is funny. None of it's funny. He's in a better place. But, well, I hope so. Um, Ty and I were talking about, you know, oh, it's such a shock. And he's, it was pretty young. 67 is young. In, he did in not 20, look well. In 2022, six, 67 is young. It is young, yeah. But he and, didn't look well. Well, that was what he said. He was like, yeah, he never looked well, though. And I made the comment, too, that it's true. He kind of, like, took on the Gary Busey <laughs> persona where he went from being like hot young actor to all of a sudden oh oh what happened to Ray Liotta but I don't recall ever hearing about health problems so even though he didn't look well I don't know if he was actually unhealthy or if he's just like not a good ager I mean clearly something happened oh that's fair okay yeah so maybe he just maybe his face looked kind of fucked up because maybe he was trying to like we know he, he was a smoker. He looked like he had some work done. Oh, he did at some point. He yeah. must have. Yeah. yeah. So, and it didn't look like it sat well, yeah. so to speak. Which, speaking of work done, uh, uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, the Las Vegas, he's always in Vegas, uh, singer. Wayne Newton? Yes, Wayne Newton. 
He just appeared in Hacks the other day. Did you see him in Hacks? No. Oh, wait. Was he at the fight? Yeah. Because he's at the fight here. Exactly. So I saw him at the fight here. And I remember seeing him at the fight here and thinking, yeah, he looks not good because of all the work he's had done. But oh my God. In Hacks, he's like, (laughs) that guy who had had work done has had work done. It's like... It looks like he's had a face transplant. Well, yeah. It looks like in, in this movie in 2001, you look at him and you're like... Ooh, he's done something to himself. And then in Hacks, now in 2022, it's like, ooh, he's melted. <laughs> like, I don't know what has happened to him, but something's not human yeah. about that yeah. man anymore. And it was, it was distressing. Jean Smart looks She's amazing. amazing. I know. Ah. That scene hi, hi, with cha-cha. apparently Devin Sawa, who I <laughs> did Devin not recognize Sala. at all. But the scene also, hi, when they're in bed together and she just has her leg up there and I'm like, my God. Bitch, my legs don't look that good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yes. to make She's out a him. tall drink of water. She really is. is. She is great, though. I do love that show. Um. Okay. One last question. Yes. Top five. Oh, favorite scene. And I say that because I'm looking at it up here, and it's coming to one of my favorite scenes. Which is? Which is the one where Matt Damon is from the Gaming Commission, and they pull Bernie Mac into a room. And then he And he just starts accusing him of being racist, <laughs> calls him a cracker. And, and Matt Damon's just like, I cannot believe that you would say such a thing. And then he attacks, and oh, what does he say? He looks at Andy Garcia and goes, I mean, you of all people must understand how how we feel about people of color. <laughs> and he no, he says, a, he says colored people. He actually says colored people. Like, we, we hire, because we were talking about diversity. Right, like we, yeah. We hire, and he says And Bernie people. Mac just attacks yeah. him, and I, I love that. That is yeah. one of my favorite scenes, for sure. It's pretty fucking awful. Yeah. So, of everyone in this movie, it doesn't just have to be the 11. Top five. And I'm talking about, like, it could be, like, to me, it's like, Top five favorites. Whether, for me, it would be, like, top five most fuckable. For you, it might be top five most favorite actors or whatever. Uh, Rank them. Top five actors that I love from this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I got a thing for George Clooney. We just talked about that. Um, I mean, Brad Pitt. Everybody's got a thing for Brad mm-hmm. Pitt, right? But also, great. I mean, come on. Like, fucking Legends of the Fall. Come on. Um, we've talked about Matt Damon. Matty. And, and how much I adore him as well. Mm-hmm. Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, honestly, I think I would probably go with Casey Affleck. Wow. The, you know. That scrawny he, motherfucker. He's just so talented, though. And the assassination of Jesse James, I know I've said By it a million times that it's one of my favorite movies. But it was he's in just that with such a beautiful movie. That wasn't, uh, well, the, that wasn't in the trivia. Add that to the He trivia. fucking killed him. Wait, what? He's Robert Ford. Wasn't he? Wasn't Casey Affleck Robert Ford? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, you're killing me. No, but that's got to be on the list. You bring that movie up all the time. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I tried to list. watch it and I couldn't I feel get like into maybe it. that, yeah, I thought you had said that you had seen it. No, I haven't seen it. But you're saying that Brad Pitt and, and Casey Affleck are both in that movie? Well, Brad Pitt They're is the Jesse James. Title characters. The titular characters. I love that word. Ass. 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 All right, my top five. Uh, Pitt. Oh, Pitt. Damon. Cheadle. Khan and Garcia. Okay. No. Why Scott Khan? I just. 
I I do think he's, he's great too. He's fucking tweeter, man. Yeah, like, he's Robert. Ford. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. He's, he's what did you say? Tweeter? He's tweeter from uh, Varsity Blues. Oh, okay. It is on the list, by the way. Uh, it's been too long. Who since said something seen... about Varsity Blues the other day? Probably me. That's one of my favorite movies. No, it was I've seen somebody. It so many times. Somebody said something about like they watched some movie. They watched Varsity Blues for some individual, and I can't remember who it was now. Was it Amy Smart? It was something. That sounds like some shit that Mike would say. It was something stupid like that. Like it was some. <laughs> it was like the worst movie that this person had ever even made, and they were like, oh, "I just watched it for so and so." I can't believe that's what you go to. With I, Scott Con. Is, look, I think that James Con is great. Is great, and I think the Scott Con is hot. Um, yeah, in a weird way, not in a like a traditional. Good looking way, if that makes sense. He's got a big friggin' head. He does have a big head. Like a giant head. Yeah. But there is something very, and in a lot of ways, like James Conn. I don't necessarily find James Conn attractive either, but something sexy about there him. is something very sexy about him. Sunny And his, his son inherited that. <laughs> um, There's, it's like Michael Douglas. Like Michael Douglas is, Douglas is no. not an attractive man, but there was something, he had a moment, you know? I, have never found Michael Douglas sexy. He's greasy, like romancing the stone character with yeah. that hair and like and the, the chest and never. Yeah. No, not for me. All right. On that note <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Um I would just watch it to the end before the Julia Roberts part. Uh, you know what? Go ahead and watch the end if you want to. Just know that because you just just know that this was very obviously written by a man whom has never met a woman, and that was how this female character came about. I'm pretty sure Steven Soderbergh's married. He didn't write it. He directed it. He, oh, that's fair. Okay. He also directed the first Magic Mike movie. Did he? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Really? (laughs) I don't fuck around when it, I don't fuck around when it comes to facts I know about Magic Mike. I thought Magic Mike was, like, pretty independent. Pretty sure it was Soderbergh. Hold on. I'm holding. Verification incoming. Incoming. The best part of this show is when we just go silent as we look stuff up. Magic Mike. Hold Mm -hmm. on. Magic Mike. Mm Mm-hmm. Starring the potato. What the fuck? Uh Uh-huh. Not Steven Soderbergh. Oh, that's a television show. He executive produced it. Who did? Uh, Soderbergh. Just the television show. Right. But no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He's in. He's in. He's in. He's in. Just calm the fuck down. Don't you remember how that shit was shot? How it looked? I mean, I remember I enjoyed it. I remember it was actually a pretty good movie. (laughs) What am I doing? I don't know. I'm not typing in Magic Mike. How are you having such a hard time looking this up? I'm really struggling. Steven Soderbergh. Old lady cannot use phone. Directed by Steven Soderbergh. I remember that because I remember being like, oh, damn, this this movie's kind of a joke, but look who directed it. It wasn't really, though. That was the thing, that it was actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. You just kind of thought it was a joke because of what it's about. It was about sexy dancing. Sexy. By the boys. XXL he did not direct. Which I enjoyed, actually, as well. XXL was way more fun. Yeah. Like... Soderbergh, like, that first movie was so, um... There were elements it to very it that was serious. very... Right. It was very serious, yeah. and it was... But the second one is, like, a road trip movie. It's, yeah. it's all fun. Um, loved it. Loved it. Loved everything about it. <laughs> all right. 
even Matthew McConaughey in that stupid <laughs> fucking outfit. But yeah. you know how I feel about Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. Yep, I do. Channing, call me. Good luck with <laughs> Fuck you. The movie virgins. Hey everybody. Hey people. This is Leah. Um yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say about that episode. I think we had a lot of fun recording it, as you probably heard. Um, we did do this one after we lost Ray and before we lost Jimmy. So um, we miss you guys, and we love you forever. We dedicate this episode to Ray Liotta and James Caan. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say. This is a fun one. Ocean's Love is a fun movie. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, keep listening. Um, it's been kind of a, we're being a little bit sporadic here with our release of episodes. So if you're still hanging in there, we really appreciate it. And, uh, definitely check out Melissa Powers and Sisser if you get a chance. Thanks. Virgin's